0: What I find most people do is they start for how it's going to make them look and then they go, oh, that's why I started, but the reason I'm going to keep going is how it makes me feel. Mm. I've got energy. My mood's better. I'm more productive at work. My relationships have improved. My self esteems you know, there's so many ripple effect benefits that we get that we almost forget that the reason was to lose those five kilos and that that actually transforms our why for us. So don't feel materialistic or guilty if your starting why is one of an aesthetic nature, but I bet you it changes over time once you start to achieve those aesthetic goals and you realise how good you feel.
1: To Retreat Yourself Radio I'm your host, Kate Williams I'm a personal trainer, certified health coach And founder of Retreat Yourself If you're looking for a healthier, happier And more fulfilled life Then you've come to the right place Each week I'll be diving deep into what it means To live a life well lived Holding thought-provoking conversations With some of the world's most inspiring people Leaving you with actionable tips, tools And takeaways so that you too Can lead a life well lived So grab a cuppa, sit back relax and enjoy. It's time to begin your journey to your most incredible life. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week on Retreat Yourself Radio. I'm so excited because this week we have our first ever male guest to feature on the podcast, and it's the kind, humble, and incredibly successful Sam Wood. For those of you who don't know Sam, back in 2015, he was The Bachelor, and this is where he met his absolutely stunning wife, Shnidana. They are the proud parents to three beautiful daughters and have the work-life balance down pat. In Life Beyond the Rose ceremony, Sam is the very successful business owner of the Woodshed Gym and also 28 by Sam Wood, which is an online health and fitness program that has helped over 200,000 Australians to get into shape. In this episode, you'll learn how Sam's energetic and contagious personality has led him into a very successful career, how taking a risk for love in an unconventional way can change your life in the greatest way possible. How Sam is able to find the balance between his businesses and his family life, and how you can stay motivated with your fitness goals, and so much more. I know you guys are going to get so much out of this episode. There's just so much juicy information, and Sam is an absolute gem. Please remember to tag me online so I can hear where you're listening from, and if you're feeling extra kind, I would love for you to leave me a review. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome, Sam, to Retreat Yourself Radio.
0: Thank you very much for having me, well, <laughs> coming to my office and uh, and chatting to me. Great to speak with you. I
1: oh, know. Thank you so much for having me here. I was just saying um, how there are so many people in this office.
0: It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think a few people think it might be Snez and myself and maybe one other person at home running 28, but yeah, we've got a fantastic team. We've got 17 full-time staff now and uh,
1: wow.
0: yeah, the place yeah. is buzzing.
1: Yeah, it really is. It's awesome. So I like to start off the podcast by asking people a question that kind of brings you back down to earth. I think right. having been on TV um, and also having a successful business and having a lot of followers on Instagram and things like that, sometimes it can seem kind of intimidating to the person that is following you or listening and that kind of thing. So I like to ask you something that brings you right back down to earth. Sure. Sure. And I'm going to start off by asking you what your most embarrassing moment is. <laughs>
0: right. Well, there'd be plenty, but uh, I guess a recent one that comes to mind. Uh, when I applied for the Bachelor, you have to write down things that you can do and you tend to <laughs> embellish these things a little bit. Well, maybe that's just me, but I was naughty and I did and I wrote down, uh, I wrote down surfing. I like to think that I can surf. I really cannot surf at all. And...
1: Can you stand up on the board? I
0: barely, <laughs> I like barely, like I love the idea of surfing, but I'm really not very good at it. Anyway, we uh, we were shooting in Sydney for The Bachelor really early on, and they wanted to get a shot of me out in the water, and we went down to sort of the south coast there, you know, down a few beaches down from Bondi, and uh, the waves were massive. It was six in the morning. They're like, "Mate, could you just paddle out there and?" catch a few waves <laughs> for us so we get some shots. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, and I was trying to sort of, how do I tell them without telling them? And I, I just had to say look if i go out there i'm probably not coming back <laughs> I'm, i will drown it will be all over i may or may not have said that i can surf but i probably stretched the truth a little uh, bit so yeah. i think we ended up doing a shoot where i was on the i was on the shore and the waves in the background of not quite what they'd uh, what they'd hoped for but they were like well, we don't want we don't want to lose. just go out and surf so uh, we're going to have to listen to him but yeah i definitely um i definitely Had my tail between my legs.
1: You're like, maybe give me a 10 foot board and some foamy waves. That's right. 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 (laughs) There were some beautiful
0: little ones about waist high. I would have had a crack, but (laughs) there was probably three meter waves just smashing in. I'm like, this is not going to end well.
1: Yeah, right. Moral of the story is don't lie on your application. That's That's right. (laughs) That's
0: right. I shouldn't have done it, but um, yeah, I came unstuck. (laughs)
1: That's all good. So at the start of this podcast, I've done a bit of an introduction about you and what you do, but I always think it's important to hear from people about what they do in their own words. Sure. Can you tell us a little bit about 28 by Sam Wood and everything else that you're doing?
0: Uh, Yeah, well, I'm a husband and dad first and Mm -hmm. second, and they're absolutely the two most important things. But from a business perspective, I'm one of the very few, very lucky people that loves what they do, and I genuinely love it. Uh, bounce it a bit every day, can't wait to get to work. And I spend 95% of my time working on um, 28 by Sandwood, which is my online health and fitness program which gives people daily video workouts with me a weekly eating plan full of delicious recipes that are sort of quick and easy and um and affordable and you know great for families and then we do mindfulness and motivation as kind of the the missing piece to the puzzle because i'm a big believer that you've got to get someone's head in the right place and their body will follow you just can't say do this if they're not sort of bought in and and dialed into what they want to do they very soon come unstuck so we focus a lot on the mind and the body uh educating and providing great nutrition advice and uh yeah that's what I do now it's um three and a half years old we've had 200,000 people do the program in three and a half years
1: that's amazing
0: and it's uh yeah it's growing faster than it ever has before and it's weird it's Great as the last four years have been, it's felt like about six months because it's just been so exciting and such a wave and I sort of feel like we're only just getting started now. We kind of really know what we do well, we know what we want to improve on tech is just such a fast evolving beast Mm, that mm -hmm. if you sit still for two seconds you go backwards so you kind of never sit still and I love that that's (laughs) exciting it sort of works really well with my personality type and we're just on a quest to help as many people as possible
1: yeah that's amazing 200,000 people that's impressive
0: it is a lot I mean I think it'll get to a point where a million Australians have done my program at some point in time and I think that'll be one of those I probably don't One thing I'm bad at is sitting back and reflecting as much as I probably should. So I think it'll, you know, something like that so significant will happen in the next three or four years and we'll sit down and just go, wow, what an amazing accomplishment. And yeah, uh, yeah, met so many incredible people through it, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, awesome. I think in business um, and in life in general, I think we're always pushing forward and like setting goals and trying to get to, you know, the next thing. So it is like what you're saying about reflection, it's really hard to stop and be like, cool, look how far we've come. You know, at, at the start of my business journey, I was like, when I get to a particular point, I'm going to have made it. And I've clocked yeah. that like five times, yeah. but it's like I still don't feel like I've made it. The bar it, you know?
0: just keeps going up and up.
1: It yeah. does. I think it's really important to, yeah, set those goals, like one million people, that's amazing, and then you can get to that point and be like, okay, cool, I've got to this point. You can reflect and then continue to make it.
0: Yeah, fun. and I think we should do that. I mean, the team are quite good at it as a whole. You know, think we sort of set our targets and – um, you know, we, we have beautiful moments where we share stories of success stories that come in through email or social media mm-hmm. or something where people have, you know, completely transformed their life and they write really heartfelt, emotional um, stories to us telling how, how the program has impacted them and we share those amongst the amongst all the staff and there's tears being shed and it's, wow. you know, really quite special. But you're always on the move. I mean, Snezh is really good at kind of keeping me grounded and saying, you know, what you done she's a big part of it what we've done has been amazing and don't forget that and you know don't uh, you know if you're always chasing something you're never really satisfied so uh, you know it's the balance between not losing my hunger but also you know reflecting and stopping and you know smelling the roses from time to time yeah
1: yeah and what we're saying about the entrepreneurial type of person we're speaking before the podcast for you guys listening i think that like you have to you have to have that hunger for for more, you know, you yeah. have to have that energy and excitement for more. And if you didn't, then you'd be like, cool, we've got to hear and that's kind of it. So Yeah, yeah
0: and right. it's not money. It's not it's yeah. not more money. It's yeah. literally, okay, look at the impact we're making on these people's lives. How can we help more people? Look at the amazing new technology that's coming out. How can we integrate that into our program? You know, mm. look at what other people are doing. What are you know, and not not in fitness or necessarily, but there's so many parallels with other industries and tech is just moving so fast i mean my business couldn't really have existed five years ago yeah, because yeah, yeah. video streaming wasn't at the technological standards you know netflix and all these other things have kind of just changed that yeah but Literally, people can now get their phone out, tap a button, do a workout with you. It feels like you're basically next to them in their lounge so room. so crazy, and,
1: isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's a
0: different world that we live in. That's
1: it for makes sure. you wonder what's going to happen in five years' time.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's a scary thought. You see these Tesla mobiles being promoted at, in the, on the showroom, and you think if that's the future, it, it could go anywhere, couldn't
1: it? Yeah, definitely. So, have you? What? tell me about life pre uh, 28 by Sam Wood and also pre bachelor. Like what sure. were you like growing up?
0: I don't think I've changed yeah. at all. I mean, I hope I haven't. I and I think, you know, the nicest thing people say to me is "you're normal." Yeah. You know, and that sounds weird and a bit boring, but I think they expect that maybe what they saw on TV was an act or put on, and it's totally who I am.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And
0: so good. you know, my, that's what my 28 eighters say. I mean, I do live, real time videos to them almost every day, and they love that I'm just a big dorky dad who is relatable <laughs> and real. And if I slacken off a little bit or I'm in a rut or I put a few kilos on and get a bit of a dad bod, I tell them about <laughs> it, I don't hide it, I don't you're put a on dag, this sort of six-pack <laughs> facade all the time, you know. Yeah. And and that's who I am and I think, you know, I've been in the fitness industry now for nearly 20 years, I'm just a kid from Tassie who came to the mainland and sort of fell in love with fitness and has always loved working with people and you know, I'm now really grateful and don't take for granted for one second how lucky I am to be able to do this as a job every single day. I tell the story to my 28ers that my um, I got in trouble because I was a bit disorganised with work experience in year 11 and I ended up, because I was so disorganised, having to shadow a PE teacher at my own school. It was like this, oh, my
1: God. I'm so you, it wasn't because of a PE class, it was just you being disorganized?
0: Uh, yeah, it was, it was for two weeks you had to choose something that you wanted to do as a job and I had something lined up and then that fell through at the last minute and I didn't have a backup plan. And because then you, I had no time to organize something else, the school said, oh, well, you're going to have to do it internally and end up just shadowing a PE teacher at my <laughs> own school, which was fine, but... I remember that um, careers sort of teacher saying, Sam, you're going to have to grow up one day and you're not going to be able to wear runners to work and, you know, like all <laughs> these things that have actually kind of t- panned out to be true but that's not a, you know, I told you so but it's just sort of funny how that was probably a bit of a fork in the road moment and it's funny how things have sort of panned out the
1: way they have. Yeah, totally. I feel like you could wear runners to work though.
0: I so. normally do. This is as dressed up as I get. Here I am in my... Chinos and t shirt, but yeah, no, I normally do. I normally have my dog with me, and I normally wear runners.
1: Oh, that's amazing! Yeah. So, when did you move to the mainland? So you're in Tassie. You grew so up I was in Tassie. In
0: Tassie till I was 19, and then uh, moved over here to uh, start my human movement or exercise science degree. A year into that degree, I got offered a job at a personal training studio uh, down the road here in in Brighton, and um, I've literally been well I've finished my degree while doing PT, but. I literally um, have been in the fitness industry ever since. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I had a, a small 10-year period where a, a big focus of mine was kids' fitness. I started a, a kids' fitness company called Gecko. Um, I loved every second of it, loved the way you could you know influence kids at such a – such an important time in their lives with healthy habits and education and role modeling and all that kind of stuff. And I've always loved working with kids and we grew that to 40 franchises. Oh, wow. Then I've got a gym, the woodshed. So I had three businesses for about six months. I had the woodshed, I had gecko, gecko. N28 had just started, and it got to the point. It was like I was spinning a little bit. It was a bit too much, too many balls in the air. And one of my amazing uh, franchisees at Gecko came to me and said, "Look, I'm a little bit worried as sort of one of the you know vocal franchisees that you might have." might have a bit much on your plate now and not be able to give Gecko the time that it needs and she wasn't being rude at all. She was just a really lovely, honest person and still is and I said, I think you're probably right and uh, so she bought Gecko off me and has continued to grow that business and it's going really well and I'll keep a really close eye on it. But uh, yeah, now it's just the woodshed and 28 that I spend my time with.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. So it sounds like you always wanted to get into fitness.
0: Uh, I, maybe. Yeah. I, 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 I don't I didn't. I don't think I knew until I knew, and that was my dad's in hospitality. He owns a restaurant. There was probably a time there where I was maybe going to head down that path. We're very similar people. I knew I didn't want to work for someone. I knew I wanted my own business. It had to be working closely with people, Um, and I loved sport. And then I went over to. America and coach basketball and did some other things that kind of gave me a bit of a taste into that coaching side of things. And um and I was really skinny. So I was the same height <laughs> and I was 65 kilos. I'm now 98 kilos. Wow. <laughs> and I discovered the gym and with some hard work and good nutrition, slowly but surely started to put a bit of meat on the bones. And I, I fell in love with that. I fell in love with uh, you know, most of the people I work with is to lose weight but you can gain just as much control and confidence and, um, you know, improve self-esteem. The other way is that someone that's really skinny and I love that. I really discovered over a sort of 18-month period putting five, six, seven kilos of muscle on just what a difference it made to me, not just physically but mentally mm-hmm. and I sort of fell in love with that and, um, you know, that was a big sort of driver for me to want to get into the fitness industry in the first place.
1: Yeah, and it's amazing that you can be like, this is what I've done. For myself yeah an yeah and i think
0: it's really powerful from a weight loss perspective mm. i mean you see some incredibly uh inspiring trainers out there that have been through it themselves um whereas for me it was it was the weight gain that was the issue unless i ate ridiculously and lifted fairly heavy weights i couldn't put any weight on but um yeah, I think any kind of transformation where you've been through it yourself is a really powerful
1: thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially people that are following you and want to know that you're authentic as well. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
1: And you're also a really big family man, as you mentioned before.
0: I am. Well, <laughs> I mean, not not. I mean, I don't want to say self-proclaimed, but it's yeah, it's definitely. <laughs> I've I always wanted to be a dad, and now that I have three beautiful kids, it's. Even more amazing than I ever thought it would be. It
1: really yeah. is. Yeah, and you can definitely see that through your social media channels and everything. So,
0: I've got very cute kids. You it do. Makes have it very, makes it very. Yes. I mean, I'm biased, obviously, but <laughs> no, yeah, do. it makes it pretty easy. <laughs> They're very photogenic and easy to have fun with. So yeah, we have we have a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, which is awesome. How do you balance doing all of this other stuff whilst having a family? Uh I mean, I think
0: the fact that my work and my family are intertwined a little bit. Some people might say that's a bad thing. It probably works out to be a good thing, you know, and that there's flexibility. Um, You know, I don't have to work nine to five. Sometimes I work six in the morning. Sometimes I work late at night, but there is flexibility there. Even if we're away on a family holiday, I'll still do my videos to my 28ers and I'm still connected to them and that's, Mm -hmm. I guess, the beauty of technology these days. But, um, look, I I also think it's important to tell people the truth. I don't have the balance perfect. You know, some weeks are good, some weeks I'm out of Kilda and, uh, you know, you feel like you're drowning a bit. So I I think, and I think that's for kids, you know, they're so unpredictable. As soon as you think you've got a handle on it, you don't. You know, they get sick or there's a sleep issue or, you know, something that kind of rocks your (laughs) world. So, yeah, touch wood, things are okay (laughs) right at this point in time, but, yeah, it's never a... uh, It's never a reliable constant, that
1: one. Yeah, I suppose you've just got to ride the wave.
0: Yeah, totally. And look, Snaj and I laugh. It was only (laughs) three days ago that we probably had the worst night's sleep we've had in the last couple of years. Charlie, who is at my little four-month-year-old, and she's normally amazing, uh, had a really restless sleep. Willow uh, was sick, so she's all blocked up. She couldn't sleep properly, my little two-year-old. and you know, you're literally lying in bed staring at the ceiling at 3 o'clock because you've got one baby crying and the other one's just started calling yeah. out from their cot and, you know, it's a divide and conquer mum and dad yeah. moment where all you can do is kind of when they finally both fall asleep again at 4.30, you laugh and, you know, you know you've know you got about an hour and a half of peace before it all happens again. But yeah. It's, uh you wouldn't swap it for anything in the
1: world. Yeah. I don't have kids but... um. I often wonder how people do it while having a business like or having, you know, a couple of businesses in your case. So
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just I love this, you know, this world that we're in nearly in 2020 where if you've got your phone and your laptop or even just your phone, you can almost do everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do emails or do work late at night and then I can follow them up while I'm walking the dog on my phone the next morning if I need to and then I, in the middle of the day if I need to spend time with the kids and help out snazzy or whatever i can do that you know there's you know i've got little willow come into the office at two thirty today because she's pretty full-on you know in a good way but she's she's non-stop and she'll hang out with me here in the office for a couple of hours we'll probably go and get a milkshake and go oh, to the park or something and yeah uh, you know that'll give snazzy a bit of a chop out yeah you because know, she can handle just charlie she's pretty easy
1: yeah, awesome. And how cool that you met Snez on The Bachelor. I
0: know. That's Who so would have good. thought, hey, we still laugh about it. It's our one year wedding anniversary tomorrow. Oh, wow. Which Congratulations. Is amazing. Yeah, it's gone that's- so so quickly. Uh, so I won't be working tomorrow. No. And, um, yeah, it's just unbelievable. We, our friends laugh about it, our family laugh about it. I remember when I was going on the show. I always hoped I would meet someone.
1: Is that why you went on the show? Yeah,
0: I went on the show because a lady at my gym insisted that I fill out an application because she was sick. To death of the fact that I didn't have a girlfriend actually. <laughs> Does
1: she have the claim? She's like, I see Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Kelly her name is she might be listening and I'm sure she'll be having a big smile on her face. She literally came around behind the desk at reception and googled bachelor application 2015 and started filling the form out.
1: Oh wow. And then she went
0: off and trained with one of uh, one of my woodshed trainers and by the time she came back an hour later I was about two thirds through it and she sort of stayed with me until I finished uh-huh. and made like, sure I got yeah, yeah, yeah I made yeah. sure I got the job done and You know, I didn't really know what I was um, applying for. I'd never seen the show before. Obviously, I was conceptually aware Mm -hmm. of it from ads on TV and that kind of thing, but I'd never sat in and watched a full episode or anything. So it was, uh, yeah, from going through the application process, which was pretty fast and crazy, to getting accepted and then having to pack your life up in Melbourne and move to Sydney for four months. It was just one of those crazy "what am I doing?" moments. But I also once when I got. The phone call to say, Sam, you're the Bachelor. If you want it, I don't force you know, to, obviously. But we've selected you. But this is what will have to happen. You just have that said that moment going. What if I don't? You know, what I'll always think. What if? I'll mm. always think. What if? And I'll probably regret it. And um, let's just do it. Let's dive in. What's stopping you? You know, like works good with your gym and the gecko, but. Uh, it could be great for work, you could meet someone incredible, who knows. Yeah, it's but an opportunity, yeah. N- it is, but never in my wildest dreams did I think it had changed my life the way it has. I, to think that I would meet my wife and now, I have like it feels like it was two weeks ago and now yeah. blink and I've got three kids and married and 28 eight <laughs> wasn't even didn't even exist yeah, before then, so yeah, yeah. it's been a... Been the craziest four years ever.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I, in one of the, actually, the first interview I did was with Ali Oh, Jen, oh right. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we I've were never ta-
0: met Ali, actually. Oh, it's she's, what we normally do cross paths in those things. Like
1: yeah, that. yeah. She's amazing. She's awesome. And um, we were talking about her and Tate, and she was like, I, she really believes in the whole process. And it's funny, you know, like Laura and Maddie J and yeah. you guys, like, it just seems like it. it they actually. Australia know what has a doing. really
0: good success rate. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, amazing. you look at the American one, and it's. Uh, It's a little bit more, I don't know, sensationalized and it's on a later time slot and it's a bit, you know, not as PG, you know, they're a bit more into the sort of sexual stuff than the actual romance and sort of connection, I think. And, you know, I mean, the fact that there's been four or five success stories out of, I don't know, it's like half of it. Yeah. Half of the times that it's been on it, it's really panned out
1: well. So it's quite amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. So ha- with your relationship with snares obviously you guys are busy and you've got your kids. One of the the ten pillars that we have at retreat yourself is love. Yeah. And it's in this busy world that we live in, it's, it can sometimes be hard to prioritise your relationship. How do you guys make sure that you've got time for each other in amongst everything else?
0: Uh, I mean, we talk about it a lot. Actually, I think. I think actually communicating that it's important to both of you is probably out the first step that we take mm. rather than just letting too much time go by and yeah, you know, I, I think when the time does go by, I know stretch means you don't love each other, yeah, it's just yeah. life is crazy, particularly with kids, you kind of, you know, you're exhausted, you know, you've got to Babysit. there's a lot to organise just to go out and have dinner, you know, like it's like, is it really worth it, you know, mm. it costs us $200 to go and have a meal <laughs> together and we're, you know, two hours later we're home, you know, that just seems silly but I think it's really important I think each time you do it uh, it's just a reminder about how important it is and um, yeah, look, I I definitely I think if Snash was here, she would say we are guilty of not doing it enough um, but yeah, I mean we 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 do. I mean we do a lot of great stuff as a family. And when the kids are asleep, we you know we always have a few hours of really nice quality time with each other at the end of the day. Um, there wouldn't have been a day gone by since and I'd been together that I hadn't told her I loved it probably ten times. You know, like we we yeah, are really really close. Yeah, and we you know we do. Yeah, we we we're really close and really similar like that. But I did, you know, we keep saying when the kids are a bit older, that'll provide <laughs> us with a bit more of a buffer to be able to do more. We, don't, we Hard thing for us if we don't have any family in Melbourne. You know, I'm yeah, from Tassie yeah. and she's from Perth and, you know, you don't sort of feel as comfortable with anyone being as your kids as much as your family. So, you know, we often probably go, oh, it just might be easier to stay at home. Like little Willow's got a cold nap, Maybe <laughs> the babysitter or whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah we, we probably don't do as much as we should, but we're we're getting better over time.
1: Yeah, which is really good. That's awesome. And a huge part of what you do with your work and everything like that is staying motivated. I'm very, like, um, interested in in your motivation often with, I'll tell you a little secret, in videos that we've um, done before with the team, we're like, all right, channel Sam Wood and your energy. (laughs) You just got so much energy and you're just always so motivating in all of your videos. Like, yeah.
0: Well, uh, yeah, that's not me twenty four seven. I should I should keep it real, but
1: it's good though. It's so like we're like no, nah, you're a, you're at inspiration when we we film stuff. So, oh, well, thank you very much. It's lovely to hear. And I'm lovely like, how, to do, hear. how do you keep that level of motivation all the time? Like you know, coming to work and and also motivating other people as well is a huge thing.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, I think the biggest thing, the two big things with motivation is one. You need to accept the reality that you're not going to be highly motivated every day. Yeah. Nobody is. So don't get down on yourself because your motivation fluctuates. That just means you're normal. That mm-hmm. means you're human. You know, there are going to be days where you bounce out of bed. There are going to be days where you don't. The key is getting it done irrespective of which of those two days it is. And I think to be able to do that, not anyway, I'm all about preaching progress, not perfection, so... It's not you do that 365 days a year, but you do that more days than you don't, mm. and that comes down to having a purpose. You know, what is your why? I think you mentioned purpose before and how important it was to you. I'm a massive believer in that. I think you need to have a why. Why am I on this health kick? Why do I want to have a healthy lifestyle? I mean, when you ask people, you know, what are the most important things to you, health and family are almost always in the top two but so few people actually have actions that support the fact that they're saying it's so important to them when it comes to their health. They normally live those they normally live that truth with their family. Most people don't live that truth with their health, even though they say it's so important to them. So I get people to actually write down what their why is, and that's needs to be a really personal, individual thing. You can't steal someone else's why or you know, it mm. needs to be important to you and it can change over time. I remember when I was a 18 year old it was all about getting a few biceps and maybe some abs <laughs> and putting on some muscle and being more attractive to girls or whatever it was. it was a bit ego driven now it's completely different I'm 40 next year it's about being able to play with my kids being able to be a good role model to my children being able to practice what I preach as part of my 28 program but also now having a much better balance mm. you know like I used to you know be a bit fixated on how I looked and you know you would you kind of you don't enjoy it when you go out for a drink you're thinking about the damage you're doing rather than enjoying the drink you know now it's much more no it's got to be a balance you know get your work balance right get your training balance right you know still you're still having a proactive good um, outlook on you know the fact that you need to look after yourself and keep your body moving and stay strong and that kind of thing but Within reason. You know, it doesn't mm. matter if you're 1% body fat different because you're enjoying life a bit. Yeah. You know, you've got to yeah. find that balance. Yeah. And it's definitely something that I wasn't very good at in my 20s and I'm much better at now that I'm a bit more mature and, and you know, think my priorities have changed a bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I, I, as with your program we were talking about before, I noticed that the mindfulness component mm. is a big part of the program and I think a lot of the time with like health and fitness, a lot of people – think that that's the the end result like i need to eat a healthy life and i need to work out and it's like well what a lot of the time or all of the time the reason that you're doing those things actually digs a lot deeper but people don't actually understand that or don't realize that yeah. so when it comes to the motivation, it's hard to get motivated because you don't know the the underly, underlying reasons why you're actually doing it. So yeah, that's true. I yeah. mean,
0: we talk about training, we talk about nutrition, and we talk about mind. And under that mind umbrella, it's motivation, it's dealing with stress and anxiety, it's quality of sleep, it's uh, reflection and appreciation. Um, you know, and and it's and it's the why and the purpose. I mean, it typically. If, you, if you've got a really strong why, as soon as you start to lose your way, if you remind yourself of what that why is, it's quite easy to steer the ship back in the right direction. Um, if you don't have a strong why, you can really lose your way quickly and kind of go, oh, I don't even remember yeah. where and when I lost my way. Like I was doing so well in March and now it's October. What happened? I can't remember the last time I strung two workouts together and I put on five kilos, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you blink and it happens and it happens to the best of us. So. Having that why, writing it down, putting it front and centre on the fridge somewhere where you're going to see it on a regular basis can be a really powerful tool, that's for sure.
1: Yeah. So for somebody that was looking for their why, maybe they thought that they want to lose a few kilos to fit into a certain dress. Yeah. So I personally don't think that that's enough motivation to keep you motivated on those really bad days. It's or
0: not like- It's not a bad start. I yeah. mean, there's nothing, I believe, there's nothing wrong with having a, uh, a physical w- why mm-hmm. as a kick as a starting point Mm -hmm. you know if your goal is to get in shape for your wedding or get to (laughs) whatever it is whatever it is you know lose get to 70 kilos for first time or whatever it is that's fine and so the great thing is you just need something to be the catalyst yeah what I find most people do is they start for how it's going to make them look and then they go oh, that's why I started, but the reason I'm going to keep going is how it makes me feel. Mm.
1: I've
0: got energy, my mood's better, I'm more productive at work, my relationships have improved, my self esteems You know, there's so many ripple effect benefits that we get that we almost forget that the reason was to lose those five kilos and that that actually transforms our why for us. So don't feel materialistic or guilty if your starting why is – one of as an aesthetic nature, but I bet you it changes over time. Once you start to achieve those aesthetic goals, and
1: you realize how good you feel. Yeah, that's a really yeah really good point because I, I often I'm, I think about that as well. I'm actually trying to lose weight for my wedding or get in shape. Congratulations! At when you. are you getting married? Feb next year. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, but yeah, it's like I don't know if that's enough of a motivation. So trying to think of I love that you've said that, and it does you know. Well, I
0: think I think it can be on a short term.
1: Mm.
0: It's a very hard. It's a very hard thing to use for two years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I wanted to get a six-pack. Oh, okay, it took me 12 weeks to get a (laughs) six-pack. What's my motivation now? To keep my six-pack. You know, eventually... That's not going to stick. Yeah, so, absolutely. I think, uh, yeah, I think if it's a starting point, no problem. But if you feel that it's going to be your forever why, you are probably mistaken.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly right. So, if somebody, if you were to give somebody a, a tool or a tip that they could go away with to find their why, would you tell them to just start with one thing and write it down?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think, I think, I think one strong thing is probably better than three or four. Where you might even, you know. That greyness just is another reason for things to slowly but surely fall apart. Mm. I, th- I think you should be able to hone in on one, maybe two at a stretch and really lock them in um, and, and it's important to revisit it. You know, I mean my program is all about working in 28-day blocks and that doesn't mean your why changes every 28 days but from a – Measurement perspective, you know, not fixating on weighing on the scales every day, you know, because so much can fluctuate in twenty four hours or even seven days. You know, try not to weigh in more than once every fourteen days, and really setting yourself twenty eight days. This is my short term goal. I'm gonna set it. I'm gonna achieve it. I'm gonna reward myself for it, not with food, but with something nice for yourself. It might be a massage, or you know, a new pair of runners, or something like that. Then I'm gonna set a new goal and go again and. When you don't set these really, really elaborate 12-month goals, which is fine to have a bit of an eye on what you want to achieve long-term, but if that's your only goal that you've set it, you lose your way a lot. Mm-hmm. It feels a bit unachievable and a bit hard, and we tend to lose our way. I find when people work in 28-day blocks, it's short enough to keep your eye on the prize, but it's long enough to still see a really powerful difference. You, know, you can lose four, five, six, seven, eight kilos in 28 days, depending on kind of... Your body type and how much weight you've got to lose and all these other variables. So I think um, I think working in little blocks, whether it be four weeks or eight weeks, is a really powerful thing as well,
1: mm, and helps you to stay motivated. It does, yeah, yeah
0: it does, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah definitely. I th- really think that um, everything that you're about with Twenty Eight by Sam Wood and and all of your guys' um, values and things really align with us as well.
0: Oh, I I think so too. I had a little look at your social media and chatting to you before we started this podcast. It's amazing how yeah. many parallels there are. That's for
1: sure. Yeah, there are, right. and you're in our magazine this season as well. well. There you go, there
0: you go. That's good. That's good. <laughs>
1: So I always like to uh, ask the people that I'm interviewing, to kind of talk to you about each of our 10 pillars. So we we base the business on 10 pillars of wellness. We yeah. really believe it's very similar to you that uh, – you know, a healthy life isn't just food and fitness. It is having a why. It is, you know, your yeah, your purpose. It is how much you sleep. It's it's all yep. of that stuff. So I always like to ask people their number one tip in each of these areas. Okay. I think for the listeners, like it's it's really good to get lots of different and varying opinions and you can kind of take what you like yep. from it. So yep. I'm going to start off with mind because I believe that mind is probably the most important and I'm sure you would probably agree as well. It's kind of like the pillar that dictates everything else. So I'd love to know what your number one tip is to keep a good mindset when you're in a health and fitness journey. Uh.
0: Look, I always say progress, not perfection. I also think a massive one, particularly in today's day and age with social media is share, don't compare. I think
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you're focusing on trying to be someone else or look like someone else that's really often has only unhealthy um, – an unhealthy outcome, I think you need to focus on your own journey. Sure, use other people for inspiration, but don't compare yourself to them or try and be someone else. Just focus on your own journey.
1: Mm, and this this actual topic comes up quite a bit in the conversations that I have, I think, because social media is so dominant in our lives now and yeah. there's so many people out there that seem like they might have better things than you or more going on than you. So it's it's really awesome that you've said that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're in, you're seeing a highlight reel of someone else's life and comparing it to your own yeah, yeah. Of course, it's never going to stack up, so. Exactly. <laughs> take it with a grain of salt, use it for a bit of inspo, but don't get don't get hung up on it.
1: Yeah, awesome. Nutrition, what is your best piece of weight loss advice when it comes to food?
0: Jerf, uh, just eat real food. Mm-hmm. I think once you start eating real food and you cut out all the refined crap, it's amazing how much energy you have, uh, how... Efficient your metabolism starts to work and when most people do that, they fill up and they realise that they were eating far more than they needed to because the stuff that they were eating wasn't actually full of any good nutrient value and, you know, you're eating better protein, you're eating quality vegetables and you're eating your good carbs and your healthy fats and before you know it, you realise your portion sizes have gone down a lot as a consequence and you're probably eating a third to half or even, you know, more when it comes to your calories, I'm not a big believer in counting calories because, again, I think it's something we get hung up on. But I think having awareness of our portion size is important. So yeah, just eat real food and and just have a bit of awareness about portion
1: sizes. Yeah, awesome. I like Jeff as well. That's yeah. cool. Good. Good. <laughs> um, what so movement? What's the best form of exercise you would suggest to get in shape quickly? Uh,
0: I think if you're after speed, it would be hit anything mm-hmm. that. Gets you out of your comfort zone in short, sharp bouts. I think is going to uh, get you the best results. Um, and something I also say is, you know, consistency and and intensity will always beat volume. So don't think you have to do hours and hours in the gym or mm. an hour workout each time. I mean, my whole business is based around twenty eight minute workouts, and yeah. it gets incredible results. You just need to find something that works for you, so you can be consistent.
1: Yeah, awesome. Love. So love, the love category, could be like relationships that you have with your partner. It also can be the relationship you have with yourself. I know that in a business journey, um, there's lots of highs and there's also lots of lows. I don't know if you experience that as well. Absolutely. How do you maintain your own sense of confidence throughout those low times?
0: Um, Oh, it's a good question. I mean, I'm a bit of an eternal optimist to my own demise
1: (laughs) at points
0: in time. I'm, you know, have the blinkers on and refuse to think that Things won't turn around even if they're not going that well. But, look, I think, yeah, from a business perspective, make sure you surround yourself with good people that that don't tell you what they want to hear. They tell you what you need to hear. I think Mm -hmm. that can be really important. But, um, yeah, I mean, just it's never as bad as you think and it's never as good as you think. I think that's life. I think that's business. You know, we always think the highs are going to be probably higher than they actually turn out to be. And when we're down in the dumps, we tend to think it's the end of the world and if we sort of practically work our way through that, it's never quite as bad as we think. So, you know, I I, I keep a pretty level head. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just a confident person. Um, my brother and sister make a joke that I got all the confidence and left, <laughs> left none for them. they are taking the piss a bit, but, you know, like they sort of can't believe. How, are you older or younger? I'm the eldest. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, they can't believe, sort of how optimistic and up and about I am about everything they think. That drives me crazy. But, it's uh, yeah, I mean, I, ju- I think that's just who I am. But, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's plenty of love, plenty of love in my
1: life. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why you're so successful. It's the energy and everything that you bring as well. So
0: Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I, I remember when I first started this, I, I'd sign off all of my messages to my 28ers, you know, like, kiss, love, Sam, and... I remember someone was like, oh, mate, what if that's, you know, know, do you think that's appropriate and, you know, it's probably a bit forward and a bit friendly and it could be a man, it could be a woman, you don't even know who you're writing it to. And I'm like, so what? Who That's just how I talk. You know, I put kisses on my text messages to, you know, almost anyone, you know, like and it doesn't mean anything. I just think being being a loving person is just sort of who I am and I think you just got to be true to yourself.
1: Yeah, awesome. Purpose how do you stay connected to your purpose and maintain your inspiration to do what you love day in and day out
0: Yeah for me that's easy it's just I'm so connected to my 28ers I feel like this is what I was born to do and you know I just I just love helping people and you know when I start seeing the thousands of incredible results the program's getting I just want to do that with more people, you know, encouraging them. It, it always comes from a good place, mm, you know. Mm-hmm. I just want to grow my business because I want to help more people yeah. and I'm always encouraging my 28ers to get their friends on board or family members and think about where they were before they had the courage to start because so many people think about it for so long and they're so scared and they're so trapped and, they're and you know, they kind of feel a bit frozen and then they think back to that person once they reach the four-week mark or the eight-week mark and they can't believe how different they yes. are. And I just think think about who you were and how you were at that point in time mm-hmm. and who in your little circle of love just needs a little nudge and imagine how much they're going to thank you for it in you know, yes. six months' time or wherever it is. And, it's a, you know, most of our growth just comes from 28 is getting great results telling their friends about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's amazing because in a, in, especially in the fitness industry it's, it is quite – Saturated with so many different yeah, it programs. Is. It is, just- and
0: more and more by the day. But I, I think you just you can't you can't fabricate these. Yeah, things, yeah. You, yeah. Know? you can't orchestrate an incredible private Facebook community. You know, we've got forty thousand people in this little group, mm. and the love and the support and the it's so genuine and so heartfelt. And you know, we didn't create that. You can't create that. Mm. That organically kind of happened nearly four years ago and it's just grown and grown and grown and we sort of, we always said, look, these are the rules, this is, needs to be a safe place, a trustworthy place, a place of love and support where when new people come in, you're there to hold their hand and help them. And, yeah, it's amazing how um, how powerful it is to hear from someone else that you can relate to yourself, you know. It's mm-hmm. so, like, oh, well, I'm a 50-year-old woman who has 20 kilos to lose. What would Sam know about it? And you know what? Who am I to argue? But when you see another woman of a similar age and a similar body type who's had this amazing transformation and she's talking about it and they say oh marie i was where you were once it was only three months ago don't worry you didn't know or six months ago whatever it was that just gives them so much belief Mm. and all and that's that's a
1: really powerful thing yeah so awesome Right, With all of the things that you're doing, what is your favorite way to spend me time? So just Sam.
0: <laughs> Walking my dog.
1: Walking your dog. Yeah, what kind of dog pretty do you
0: boring. have? boring. I've got a chocolate lab called Hendrix. Oh, He's yeah. the best dog ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's boring, I know, but it's kind of my weird little meditation in a way. Yeah. Either you know, listening to music or switching off, yeah. getting outdoors, getting fresh air. It's sort of where all my... Crazy thoughts that are bouncing around in my head take some take a bit of order and uh, yeah I just I just love it or or just just being by the water
1: yeah you, you know. not in the water on a surfboard though no no as long as I'm <laughs> not under a big wave I'm okay
0: yeah whether it's uh, you know going fishing with some mates or yeah. just being down by the water I think yeah. being a Tassie boy I really like.
1: Yeah, I think when you've grown up by the beach, yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. <laughs> All right, sleep. How do you ensure that you get a good amount of sleep after your say. Well,
0: yeah, there's no guarantees with two kids around the two age. But um, look, the magic number seven. I think if you can get seven hours, that holds you in really good stead. I think before kids I was pretty good at achieving that. I've got a whole new appreciation for parents and the, <laughs> the challenges faced. But look, I think I think the big thing is The time that we waste before we go to bed. So I think preparing yourself for a good night's sleep, not getting caught up scrolling through social media feeds or binge-watching Netflix or whatever it is. Often if we go to bed at 11, we probably... Could have gone to bed at 10 or mm-hmm. ten fifteen. 15 you know, yeah there's usually 30 45 60 minutes that we could have we could have got at that end because it's much easier to get it at that end than at the other end mm-hmm. you know like once you're up you're kind of up and the unpredictability of kids and alarm clocks and all that kind of stuff so i'd prefer to find an extra 30 minutes set myself up for a good night's sleep and so then i can get up early and i kind of like to get up early and get going with things
1: yeah awesome self-care how do you define self-care for yourself um,
0: I mean, self-care is doing something for you, I guess. And I think, you know, which, which sounds simple, but so many of us don't do it or don't do it enough. One thing that I say to my 28 ers particularly mums is you can't pour from an empty cup. You know, you're out there looking after everyone and you're kind of so far down the rung on the priority list that you, you think you're doing, uh, you know, it, so many mums, and it's not exclusive to mums, but I said a lot with mums, feel like they're doing a disservice to their kids and their family when they start to take that time out for themselves. And what they realise when they do do something for themselves is actually give a better version of them than to mm-hmm. the ones they love yeah. the most. You know, just whether it be giving yourself half an hour for a workout or a walk or, you know, whatever, meditating, spending time, going out for some drinks with your friends, whatever. But doing that for yourself, then, you know, you're more patient, you sleep better, you're less stressed, you're in a better mood, uh, you've got better energy, and all of a sudden, you're just giving a better version of yourself to the people you love the most, so... Uh, yeah, got it. I'm I'm a big advocate for um, for self love. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, awesome.
0: It's okay to be a bit selfish. It is, is. it is, yeah. You've
1: got to and be. with retreat yourself, that's very much what we're about. It's yeah, about self care and taking time out for you. But it's also the hardest thing for people to decide that they're going to do because, like you said, it feels so selfish. It does, feels- yeah.
0: And if you're doing it and it's riddled with guilt, well, the guilt probably undoes all the good work. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just stressing yourself out about it, well, that's not really achieving mm-hmm. what you. The desired outcome. Exactly. So I, I definitely think you need to get comfortable with it in your head and then do it without a, you know, might take some time, but you've got to get to that point where you can do these things without guilt and I bet you if, if everyone, including you, benefits.
1: Yeah, exactly. Last but not least is fun. Fun. <laughs> what is your favourite fun activity?
0: Look, uh, I'm, I just, I don't know. If I really want to have fun, it'll be go overseas and see some sport. Yeah. I'm a sport nut. Sport I'm going to the like? Super Bowl in Feb for oh. the first time ever with three of my best friends. Oh, so amazing. That's um, yeah, that's pretty exciting. I mean, oh yeah, I'd, anything where I can. I mean, travelling with my family, I love and just getting out of Australia and just relaxing a little bit. Um, but yeah, anything that can involve sport, I'm just a sports nut. Whether it's taking Evie to the footy here in Melbourne or Getting over to LA for an NBA game or something, if if there is the possibility to do that, yeah, I just I just love it.
1: Yeah, amazing. All right, what is your number one tip to living a life well lived? If you give one tip to the people listening,
0: uh, probably find your balance. Yeah, you know that, and that's there's not a perfect science. There's no pyramid here where you know 30% of this and 40% of that 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 doesn't work it's different for everybody but find the balance that works for you Mm -hmm. find the balance where you're happy find the balance where you're healthy but I think too many of us live in extremes and I think once we lose that perfectionism and that extreme uh, obsession we start to get closer to what a balance needs to look like um And yeah, and things all sort of make sense. I mean I just know that since I've had kids, things just make more sense. Mm -hmm. You know, it's I was too work obsessed and the balance wasn't there. You know, it was too far too much work, not enough relationship, not enough family time and I definitely feel now that I've got a much better perspective and a much better idea of balance. But it's it's an it's that's a never ending, yeah. Never ever changing, you know uh dilemma as well, but yeah, I think, you know, as you mature and you get to know yourself better, you um, spend less time doing the things that aren't as important and, you know, just put your energy into things that are, but, you know, learning to say no becomes really important, you know, something I'm getting better as I get older, I used to be mm-hmm. yes, 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 and these days I've sort of always asked myself, is that sort of in line with me having a good life balance, and if it's not, I politely decline and... I think that helps a lot. But yeah, it's uh yeah, trying to get to that point of something close to a good balance is definitely a good, healthy, happy life.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank for you very your much. Time today. i today. waffle on. So it was <laughs> great to catch up. <laughs> That's good. Where can our listeners find you if they're looking for you or uh, for 28 by Sam
0: Wood? Oh, if they want to check out the program, it's just 28 by Samwood.com and you join the program, then you get access to our app on Android or iOS um or you can check out uh sam james wood on instagram 28 by sam wood on facebook yeah we'd love to uh have your listeners join the program we've got some really exciting things happening in 2020 with news resolution uh challenges and that kind of thing it'd be great if they could be a part of
1: it yeah and i feel like it's a really good time of year as well there's like one month till the end of the year. that's right perfect timing (laughs) exactly
0: let your hair down but keep a bit of balance
1: exactly all right well thank you so much for joining me thank you very much (laughs) Don't you just love Sam? He really is the real deal. He's just so kind, down to earth, and humble, and is really is the guy that we saw on TV. I have added Sam's social links and website in the show notes. So if you're wanting to look for 28 by Sam Wood or just find Sam himself, you can get in touch there. Also, please come and join us in the community on Facebook. It's just Retreat Yourself Community. We'd love to have you in there to join in the fun and also join in the conversation. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and we will catch you next week.